stranded in Craven. Like there was no place to get them. I was just ripping darts over at Craven. And then we're like, well, we'll run down over to Regina beach or Lumsden or something and see if they got just something there that I can take in a truck on the way back. That sounds so like another song lyric to go in that song. But that is so Saskatchewan. Ripping darts? Well, ripping darts and seeing if I, I can <laughs> stop in Regina beach to, to have some in the truck or <laughs> it's very, yeah. Very These episodes of the sit down podcast are brought to you by inspired vapor company. Um, drop the darts, man. Those guys are legit there to help you quit smoking and transition to vaping to help you quit nicotine. I struggled with a nicotine habit, uh, quite aggressively and used vaping to quit smoking. I was four years without smoking and had a cigarette and went hard in the paint. So these guys, I'm working with them right now too. They're helping me um, kick that habit. So I currently am vaping. Thanks guys uh, for the help and support to kick the habit, man. So hit those guys up for any help if you're struggling with that. Uh, inspiredvaporcompany.com there's three locations in Saskatchewan here and use the promo code MOOSE10 at checkout for 10% off thanks guys hey I'm Josh Stumpf and this is episode 127 of the sit down podcast Welcome. Right? Welcome. Right. Yeah. Okay. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Welcome to the show, my friend. It's good to have you here. Um, appreciate you taking your time to to come hang out with us this evening. Yeah. Um, for those of you watching or listening, I'll just uh, give you a little bit of information that I know of Josh, which is, which isn't much. Um, so I saw him open or share the stage at the LJ Tyson show back in Prince Albert. How long ago was that, Josh? Uh, it was over a I, month ago, right? I want to say that might've even been in like March or something. Yeah. March. Oh, it, it was so a little while back. I thought um, it was May, but okay. Could be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was May. Right. So that's, that's where I was introduced to you. Saw you there, man. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised at how, how well you did it. You really, it was good, man. Your your voice was great. You were you were on point. You know, I liked how uh, you were talking to the crowd a little bit, all that kind of stuff. Like I didn't know you from a hole in the ground, and I was like, oh, this guy's got something, <laughs> right? So um, that, that feels so good to hear. Yeah. You, so you want to hear something funny? I do want to hear. So something my funny. wife is a country fan, and um, I explained a little bit about you, what what I knew about you. So she's like, well, do you have? Can you find his music? Like, sure. So I looked up on Instagram and I went through your Instagram feed. Yeah. I was like, hey, that's you all. What? <laughs> I recognize you. And I was like, well, let's play this song. And that was you at the at the library. Oh, you could see you recognize yeah. the sweater yeah. I was wearing. I that's why I saw the <laughs> podcast logo on there. <laughs> Dude, I was that was me front row and center. Yeah. You bet. Yeah, I could see you. Like I didn't know who you were. And then I could see, and I was like, man, this guy's like, he's enjoying it. He's jamming to it. <laughs> oh, dude, I love live music so much, so much. It doesn't matter. Um, it really doesn't matter who's playing. If it's good music, it's good music, right? Yep. Hey, honestly, we were just at Craven for Country Thunder this oh, past yeah. weekend. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, this was my first year going, and, like, I was blown away. That was, um, like, something else, man. Hell, yeah. So what acts did you get to see? Like, I I was really upset we didn't get to go see Cameron Marlowe because I left we left on the Friday and we got there kind of late because my truck broke down on the way there. Like, and so I hear a country song. I was that's what I was thinking too. I was like, sounds like a song's brewing. Honestly, I should I should write that. Like, it, oh my goodness, bro, it was so bad. Like, my truck had been shaking for a little while, and I I was like, ah, it's fine. I'll ignore it. It's like an idiot. And then we're driving down the highway to get there. And one of the girls that we were with, she's like, I have to pee. Can you pull over? So we pull over in Osler. 
And my buddy Milton was in the truck with us. And I was like, Milton, why don't you just come outside and take a look at the truck with me just for shits and giggles to make sure that we're all good before we get any further. And we crawl underneath the truck. And I swear to God, the leaf spring had to be like three feet out. Like it was cracked in half. And we're like, there's no way we're making this. Hell yeah, dude. Good old Saskatchewan roads. (laughs) Oh yeah. So like we pulled in to Martinsville. We knew a buddy there who lent us his company truck. And we made it there. But I was like, oh, I was so ready to go see Cameron Marlowe. And we just missed him. But we saw Tanya Tucker. We saw Lindsay L. Lee Bryce. Um, Hardy. Morgan Wallen. Um, Blake Shelton. We were going to see Lauren Elena, but they cut her set because of the storm that came through. Oh, okay. Which sucks because I really wanted to see her. Um, and then Blake Shelton brought out Gwen Stefani, which was a big surprise to everybody. It was, oh, sure. that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. A, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. God. The, the crowd was rank. Like, especially when Morgan Wong came on, like there's just so many people there. I think they said the number was like 50,000 people and like, you're just pinned like this <laughs> yeah. from every side. Nice. That's going to be the the youtube thumbnail thumbnail what he just did there <laughs> <laughs> right and that's then there's the title just pinned yeah just pinned yeah are you a we ford fan by any chance hey are you a ford fan by any chance it depends <laughs> <laughs> i like the old ones i like like the old rangers or step sides or something but because the car is up top there, is is that yellow one? Isn't that a T bird? This one? Yeah. Oh no! No, this is no a, it's not. This is a Camaro. Yeah. I got a oh, bunch okay. of these little ones up here, and then I got a Stingray here. I got a Harley bike there. I got an old Canadian tire forklift. <laughs> Dude, I want to see the forklift. Let's see the forklift. Oh, maybe this one isn't the Canadian. Oh, no, this isn't the Canadian Tire one. This is just a little Toyota one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm a little intrigued on on how and why you collect these these cars. Um, To be honest, I don't know. My dad just had a bunch of them, like, in the garage all the time. When we were kids, we had, like, um, I've always been obsessed with motorcycles. So, like, my dad's a biker. My whole family, they're all bikers. So we always had these little figurines of motorcycles and stuff. And like the, the, you you remember that old show, like, um, that orange County choppers. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we would have a bunch of their little replica bikes as little models. And so there's some in the garage and then dad had a bunch of these cars sitting in the garage. And so I just was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll take it and wear them. And then he's got old like little model semis and all that kind of stuff. Is your dad a musician as well? No, I'm the only musical one in my family. Are you serious? Yeah. I are feel you, like... Are you related to Jeff? Yeah, that's my dad. Oh, yeah. there you go. Okay, okay. that's, okay, that's what, what that was. I was like, I know somebody who knows your dad, and it's Mark. Rick. Yeah, I couldn't remember. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's you that knows him. All right. Well, I, d- I, don't know, I don't know Jeff, but I know of Jeff. Of Jeff. Oh, that makes sense. How do you know yeah. him? Uh, PA Alarms? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Right on. So can I, like, <laughs> forgive me, but how old are you, Josh? I'm 19. I'll turn 20 in September. Right. So you're done. You're done in high school. Yeah. 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 Right on. Was it, did you go to Carlton? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Absolutely. Right so have you been in Prince Albert, like your whole life? You grew up? Yeah. That's my, you grew whole up? Life. my whole life. Like we moved, I, like the farthest we moved was like Christopher Lake for a little bit. We lived there, but that was kind of about it and then moved back into town but yeah whole life been here my dad was born in swift current and then he moved here when he was a kid my mom was born here <clears throat> and yeah so you're the only musical spirit in the family yeah how did that, how did that come happen? about i i always liked music like from a young age i would like my mom told me that when i was a kid like any movie that she would buy like she had one of those dog those grand caravans that had a little tv come down yeah. And anytime we take trips or anytime she'd buy movies for it or whatever, it had to be one that had a good soundtrack. So she would like look for things that were musical, like 
one of my favorite movies growing up was The Country Bears. And to this day, I love that freaking movie. No one's ever heard of it. But I haven't like, heard of that. Bro, like Elton John's in it. Willie Nelson's in it. Um, what? They got big names in the movie. Like, it's weird. But no, no one's heard of it. Yeah. Country, the Country Bears? So yeah, it's about these... <laughs> it's like bears. They're like in bear suits. And like this kid who's a bear gets adopted into a human family. And like he, his idols are like this band of bear musicians, these country singers that are bears. And like he tries to get their band back together. That's the whole premise of the movie. What? Yeah, I love that. Is it on Netflix? Because now I want to watch it. That sounds cool. I, I'm a little intrigued. I've never yeah. heard of that ever. Yeah, look it up. It's so good. But no, yeah, I'm like the only musical one. Like my brothers, there was like music too, like growing up and stuff. We had a guitar when we were kids, but no one knew how to play it. And no one took the time or, you know, had enough interest to like actually learn how to do it properly until like the way I learned how to play music was um, I'm also the only one in my family that goes to church. And I went to church one day and I made friends with a guy now who's like my brother, this, basically this guy. And we were sitting down after the service was over. And like he just grabbed the guitar from like the church stage and was just kind of messing around on the, the bench. I was like, hey man, can you show me how to how to play that? He just shows me a couple chords. Like, yeah. And then he would bring his guitar to school when we were in like grade seven or eight. And then we'd go sit down behind this one pine tree. And then he would just like teach me a couple things and give me the guitar. I'd practice it, give it back. So then that week I went out and bought my first guitar. And then kind of just kept rolling with them ever since. And then just kind of gradually keep going. Oh, well, hell yeah, man. So do, you do you still make music with him? Um, he's helped me write a couple songs, but he moved away a little while ago to Ontario. So I talked mm -hmm. to him on the phone every now and again. He was actually just here for like two weeks to come visit with us. And then he just left today, actually. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, wow. You want to know what's crazy, actually, though? His... Oh my goodness. The flights in Canada have been so messed up. Like oh. he was supposed to leave on the 16th and they delayed his flight till today. And then he, he had a connect, connecting flight in Edmonton. It was supposed to take him from Edmonton to Ottawa. And he gets to Edmonton and they're like, Oh no, your connecting flight left on the 17th. And he's like, what? How does that make sense? My flight was booked for today. And they're like, yeah, no, your flight's gone. So he's been stuck in Edmonton for four hours. Like, oh shit. And shit. well, didn't that happen to your mom and dad too? Yeah, my parents were here uh for three weeks until uh last Thursday. And with them the same way, they um left Saskatoon, uh, but their plane was late arriving in Saskatoon, so they missed their connection in Toronto. Then from Toronto, they were supposed to fly to Amsterdam, but there were no flights flights available. Though, so they booked them to London. So they ended up in London, and then they're like, "Okay, now what?" So they had to kind of book their own flights back to Amsterdam. So they From get London. to Amsterdam, no suitcases. Oh, and my God. that was that was last Thursday. They still don't have their suitcases. Now my cousin works at Amsterdam Airport. And so he's he's been doing a little bit of digging. He's like, yeah, one of the suitcases is here. The other one is still in London. <laughs> like, how do you split up two suitcases that came on the one plane? Yeah. Anyway, so they're gonna ship out those suitca suitcases to my parents once they're back together. It's like that's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's that's that's a so what the mine. hell's what's going on though? <clears throat> Pandemic still. Well, it's okay. So it's still left over from the pandemic. So yeah. when people started, you know, everything started opening back up again. Right. People started booking flights. Okay. And if <laughs> one thing goes wrong, that has a ripple effect on everything. And those flights are booked, you know, two, three months in advance. So if something goes wrong now, that affects the flights three months down the road. Yeah. And it's been like every flight in Canada, yeah. like, and all yep. so up, man. I've been yep. hearing so many stories. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine too got stuck in Calgary because there was no plane. <laughs> huh. 
So I guess if every if nobody books a flight for like two weeks, it should reset. You would think. But that's not okay. gonna happen. Everybody no. listening, stop booking yeah, your yeah. flights. No more yeah. vacations. No more. The ten, right. yeah, right. Yeah. The ten people out there watching or listening right now, just don't go anywhere. Just hang up here with us. Yeah. <laughs> right. Josh from PA wants you to quit flying. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Say no to flying. <laughs> I was just trying to think of how you could tie that into that song about your truck. Something about air airplanes. Should okay, have taken so that's not a bad idea too, yeah. you know. My truck broke down, so I should have taken the plane, but, but that was still, a bad idea too. Still made yeah. it on still made it on time with a broken truck instead of taking a plane and losing luggage. and being fucked. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> right on. There you go. <laughs> so okay. Country top 40. Yeah, number one top hit 40. Right there. Top 10. Yeah. Um all right, so you're playing music with, with your friend, end up buying your own guitar, and then you guys are writing music together. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but are you, you're currently working with Donnie Peranto, right? Yes, I work with him. We kind of put a pause on things just a little bit for the summer, but right. um, it was, you know, every, you know, maybe once a week we'll get together and um and try and songwrite something if it if we don't knock a song out in one session then it'll be in two sessions and i'll do it yeah. in an hour um but i've written like if i go in my folders in my notes i only started writing songs for like, in like the past year or two okay and i've got maybe 60 um in that folder so far sweet so there is it's pretty decent now and i've looking back now i can definitely see a big big improvement in the way that I songwrite compared to how I started working with him because he's, he's, he's a fairly decent experienced, you know, songwriter. He went, you know, the whole Nashville route working with Neil McCoy and got to work yeah. with a, a lot of good songwriters that way. So he's taught me quite a fair bit about songwriting that, you know, I, I still got a long way to go. I got a lot to learn, but I can definitely go back and like, look at it. And I don't even want to listen. I don't yeah. even want to listen to the brutal. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so how did you get in? Like, how did you guys get together kind of thing? You and Donnie. So my next door neighbors here, they're real close friends with him. And, um, and I were obviously really good friends with them. And he had, I think it was maybe heard me from some stuff we posted online or something like that. And he liked it. So then he, got in touch with them or my dad or something like that. And cause I remember my dad coming up to me and be like, Hey, like, you, you know, Donnie Pronto. I said, yeah. And he's like, Hey, he wants to come, you know, teach you a couple of things. Like it started out as like lessons as like vocal lessons and like guitar lessons and that kind of stuff. And then at one point he kind of was just like, <clears throat> um, Hey, do you want to try songwriting? And I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah. Like, I, I, I like to songwrite. Like, let's let's give it a go so then we would like start songwriting and then I would kind of come to him with like 90% of a song done and then he would pick it nitpick everything line by line and be like no no, no. change that that doesn't make sense you're repeating yourself I would change this maybe add this this sounds cool and for a little bit it was like it was a lot more him writing the songs but over time learning then it, it became like I'd come show him something and then he'd be like, Oh yeah, I really like that. No, let's keep that. And then what do you, what do you think? And then we'll kind of go back and forth and right. or sometimes I'll come to him with a song fully done and say, Hey, like, what do you, what do you think of this? Is this yep. good? Or should I change this? He's like, no, I like it. Or no, I don't like it. You should change this. He's, he's been really helpful. Sweet man. So cool. it's almost like kind of like a mentorship sort of thing yeah. as well. Right. Evolved absolutely. into that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right on. We I used to sit beside his family at the Raider games back in the, oh yeah like a couple hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I tell people like songwriting with him, like because songwriting for a lot of a lot of it is like very personal yeah. stuff or stories or whatever, right? So yep. like I was telling people, I was like, Donnie knows me probably better than a therapist could. Like <laughs> this guy, I, I show him all these lyrics that are so heartfelt for some songs and 
I remember one time, like, it was some real depressing song. And he was reading the lines, and then he stops mid-session. He goes, hey, you okay? Do you, do you <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right on. Shout out yeah, to Donnie yeah. Pirano out there. So what happens if you write one of those heartfelt lyrics and he goes, yeah, I don't like that. Well, sometimes if I like it and he doesn't like it and I think now I think it's good enough and then I'll get like other people's opinions and they're like, no, I like it. I'll keep it. I'll go against his word. I'll keep it. But okay. if I'm kind of on the edge, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, man, I don't know. I would cut this line then I'll, I'll, I'll try and find another way to say what I really want to say, but in a better way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first few times where he was like, no, like change this, change this. Was that like kind of a crush to your, not to your ego, but did that like, that hurts. It stings a little bit, right? Cause you're coming in there with this thing that you're like, oh, this is fire. And then he's like, no, I don't like this. Change this. Change this. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I kind of went into it with like, not really a whole lot of expectation so and i kind of knew where he stood as far as it goes in saskatchewan for country music right. so i was like I'll, I'll listen to this guy yeah if, if there's anybody i'm gonna listen to i'll listen to this guy so even when i when i would have lines that i was like oh i kind of like that line i would just be like no he he knows what he's doing so i'll listen to him and then then later i'll go back and, and read them and i'm like thank god i didn't <laughs> that line I was going to use was so cringy. Thank God I didn't say that. <laughs> right, right. So, okay. So, in working with in in the stuff that you've been working on, have you had an opportunity to like get anything recorded yet? Like, are you working on stuff to get released, or what's the what's the plan here? I'm trying to. I don't even know like where to start. Like, I've talked to people about like what it costs to record, and from what I understand, it's a fair bit of money to start off. Um, unless I'm being told wrong information, which is possible too. Possibly. Because uh, I don't, I got to find like a, like a good producer or somebody that like, I, I know. Cause I think the plan is maybe to go to Saskatoon for a bit and see what's all there and try and meet some people connected in that kind of realm. Right. And um, I, I really want to get these songs recorded. Like, cause there are some that, are people really seem to like that like when i play at shows i always have people ask me like do you have this on spotify i'm like no it's on instagram though and they're like why did she record it i was like i i want to but yeah. like even when, when we were at craven like we we were like brought our guitar just to mess around with and then like we, we wound up playing at like a bunch of people's different campsites just strangers and then i met this one guy and i sang a song for him that i wrote and he's like he's like did you record this? And I was like, no, not yet. Maybe when I have the money to, I will. And he's like, goes, well, I'll fund it for you. I'll invest. And I laughed and he's like, no, I'm serious. Are you serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, let me get your phone number. So, okay. So we'll see if he's just drunk bullshitting or if I get it. To <laughs> hey, <buddy. laughs> just get a random, a random message. Just be well, like, I mean, yeah, you transfer me this much here and I'll get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Right. You you don't have to go to Saskatoon. There are people in PA that have a recording studio and can actually produce an album. Well, I would I would even add to that and say before you make a decision in where and who you want to record it with. Yes. Um, <clears throat> scope it out, man. Feel it out. Yep. Don't just yep. go with the first person you meet. Meet a few of them. Yeah. Right. And and because I think the relationship between you and the producer is going to come off in the creation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you can give anybody what, however much money to just lay it down and get it recorded. Still doesn't mean it's going to sound good. <laughs> totally. I was going to get Donnie's help with recording because I was going to use his people and use his band on the tracks because I know that then that way it'll come out in a way that I'm going to like. Mm -hmm. right um, but uh since we put like kind of a hold on things while he's like taking vacation a little bit for the summer that kind of just got pushed aside for right now right and then we've both been kind of busy so uh when we start when we fire things back up um i'll probably hit him up and send him like a scratch track of a couple songs or something like that and then um go through his guys 
Yeah. Great. And then, yeah. Uh, let us know if you need contacts. Yes. Yeah, we, we know people. We definitely knew a few. We know a few producers too. So yeah. like all we would do is just like, oh, well, like we can introduce you to so-and-so and so-and-so like that. That's yeah. basically what our role in that. And then be. it's up to you to, to make that connection yeah. with, with guys, those producers yeah. and like dude, oh, this, the, the stuff you were playing when i saw you like shit man the, were they all originals i think you Not, played one cover right there was yeah there might have been one or two covers in there but yeah there was a lot of originals in that set right and those were great songs dude you know what i almost want to put you on the spot a little bit is there any chance would you be willing to play one for us on this yeah, sure. episode. yeah. I, I saw his guitar next to I freaking <laughs> right so just i just want to let you know like keep in mind this is zoom quality right so yeah it, um but yeah this this would be great man i need i need mark to check this out i've i've yeah. heard of songs i'm I don't maybe not this one no oh, i have I i'm excited one, I, i'll play one that neither one of you have heard because this isn't on my instagram on my TikTok <laughs> where when we were playing at like the campfires and stuff like at craven like around the trail sites this one people really seem to so is this the the song that you're about to play is this the one where that guy is like oh i'll fund this give me your number yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh this is the one all right sorry for the interruption you guys i just wanted to tell you guys about muse canada uh they're a new arts and entertainment media connection and support network Skip the algorithms of social media and connect with other entertainment professionals across Canada. Sign up today for $5 a month or use the promo code FUNKYMOOSE2021 for 10% off. That is F-U-N-K-Y-M-O-O-S-E-2021 for 10% off. Back to the show. I hope this is in Thing I want. 
drank me a little bit. That is that is so good. I hope that guy uh, contacts you. That guy's crazy if he doesn't. <laughs> Shit, I'll fund it. I'll never mind that guy. Delete that guy. I'll fund it. Perfect, perfect. Let's do, do this. Fucking a man, way yeah. to go! Congratulations. That song's beautiful. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. That one is a definitely a more depressing one than I've <laughs> written. How did so, you come up with that one? Yeah, let's hear Where the origin from? of that. Um, I think I, I can't remember. I think I was sitting down one day and I just like I heard in my head I could just hear I want to drown in a sea of bourbon. And I was like, man, that's a cool line. Like I, I want to do one of those songs where like you list a bunch of different types of alcohol. And so I started with the chorus and like I want to drown in a sea of bourbon, bourbon and shoot myself with gin, you know, like taking shots and then um take a cold slow dance with jaeger so always drink jaeger ice cold and end up right back here again like he's missing this girl and then uh and i'll drink the rum straight out the barrel pour a glass of scotch on ice because the thing i want to do the most tonight is drink me a lullaby and at first i thought is that line too close to like um to whiskey lullaby like brad paisley and i was like ah, it's kind of it's kind of close but i was like maybe i can i can get away with it but yeah i heard i heard the first couple lines of like the chorus in my head i think i was like sitting on a toilet or something like that <laughs> <laughs> the the throne <laughs> nice yeah no i didn't get a whiskey lullaby from that at all so i, okay. I think you're good i think Perfect. it's just just the word lullaby I yeah. think has like makes you well, think of uh well if you start thinking about it then whiskey lullaby is like and all the alcohol you talk about yeah maybe people associate but I I wouldn't have thought about it. Do you ever it, hear but... that song uh rock and roll lullaby? You ever hear that one? Who's that one by? Oh fuck, I don't know. That's an old one, couple hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember, but it was like <clears throat> fuck, I don't I honestly don't know. I think it's funny that I... he writes a song like that. At age 19. I don't think it's funny. I think that's technically that goes to show you the talent there. I know, and, but technically he's only been drinking for half a year. Well, that's what I know. If, yeah, if, yeah, exactly. yeah. if he's from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to guess and presume that I don't think he waited till he was 19. Yeah. Yeah. But if anybody asks, if the government comes to you and says, Hey, we heard this on your podcast. Yeah, you were very talented. Right out of the gate, <laughs> nineteen, boom. Yep. After one night and after his birthday party at the bar that night, that's what this. Yeah, is that's what he. Was. That's when he wrote it. Yeah. Uh, as he, as all his, of those drinks came at once on the one night, right when I yeah. turned nineteen. That's so. Uh, yeah. right. And, and, and then the you sat on came, the can. But yeah, you, then you the sat song, on the shitter, and then you got right. that song. Yeah. 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 It, it, that's exactly how it happened. So anyone yeah. listening, don't. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Now I want you to fucking record that song, dude. <laughs> I want to like every time I play that for my friends or I ask them like, what do you think is your favorite song that I play for you? That's like one that I've written. That's usually their go-to that one. Or I wrote one story based song about like some guy who sells his soul to the devil. And they like that one. It's kind of like Chris Stapleton. -y. Right. So I, okay, wait, I have a question. So, and I can I can bleep this out or whatever if you need me to. But what's that? What's the dollar number that some people are telling you to be able to record a song? Like two grand to record one song. Yeah. Right. And then where do you? Is there a specific place where that would be? No, nah, I'm not too sure. I don't remember. Okay. But I do remember hearing like them saying like about a grand for. Uh, in production costs for uh, a demo and then to get everything fully polished, fully done, ready to go like two yeah. grand. So then, so they're saying a grand for a demo plus two grand to polish it up. So three thousand, no, two grand, no, two, two grand, total. two total. So yeah. a thousand and a thousand. 
Hmm. Does that sound about right or a little high? I honestly, I don't know their exact numbers. I think that also comes down to like, <laughs> it's one of those, who do you know? Not what you know, kind of things too. Right. Um, but I, I'm definitely, I'm going to, I'm going to ask around for you for sure. Um, because I know Gary has a studio in town here. Well, like in he's, yeah, he's he does. And he's recorded for other artists around the area. And yep. like, yeah, he usually, he told me last time I was there that it was like based on how long it takes him to get everything done. Right. And, I bet you, and stuff. Yeah. I bet you could find someone to get, to do a demo with that does good work for like 500 bucks just yeah, for the um, demo for do the you know, demo do you know jordy jordy Blake? no okay because he's also in pa he also has a studio in pa mm. i know that there was one other guy i can't remember his last name i just remember his name jason and he has a recording studio in town here somewhere too but it, what he doesn't normally do like country music like he was doing like bunch of other shit so I'll, I'll tell you one thing about what i know about producers if they're good it doesn't matter what the genre is yeah that's right you know they'll yeah. have they, they can do anything yeah this it, is true so i mean <clears throat> i would keep that in mind too yep. and basically look at people's um not discography but look at their track record there yeah look ha, at their track, track record track record um yeah look look at the look at the work that they have done first before you spend any money on it yeah. and and yeah. really get to know the person first right yeah i mean you'll, yeah. you'll be able to tell right away if it's a good fit or not if that, you click great that'd if be you don't walk away yeah absolutely. i'll toss you some names after the show for sure yep yeah um, hell yeah dude have you heard about our new radio station? It's called Funky Moose Radio, where we play alternative and indie rock, sprinkle in some blues and Americana. We feature the music from our guests on this podcast at least once per hour. These songs can be in any genre. We're working on getting the station on every mobile app available, but the easiest way to listen is at funkymooseradio.ca. You should also become a VIP because we'll be giving away some prizes. Again, check it out at funkymooseradio.ca. Maybe. So the girl that was with you on stage, who's that? Okay, there's so two. I got two girls that I play with. Um, oh, but there's there's the one there's one in your Instagram that keeps showing up. Same one, I think. And there was one of them that I saw play at Chester Fest last weekend. Yeah. Okay. So the one that you saw at Chester Fest, that's Taya Bell. Yeah. And she was at the show with LJ too. And then the other one that's on my Instagram all the time too, that's Mercy Glover, and she was also at LJ show. People mistake us as like a group all the time just because we play so often with right. each other. Yeah. And so then we started getting sets books as like a trio, like the three of us. Yeah, man. But then we're like, we people would be like, oh yeah, is your band coming? We're like, oh no, no, no we're not like a we're <laughs> independent, but we just like we like helping yeah. each other. Like, yeah. play, no, 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 we're not up. we're not together. We're not so okay. No. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My I just about trailed away there. Um <laughs> What have you guys ever talked about? Like maybe creating something together? I'm sure you have. We yeah, we definitely talked about it. Um, I think we want to go different directions when it comes to the type of music we want to play. So right. that's why we don't like. Um, I very much I don't. It's harder to write for me, but I definitely like performing and singing more heavier, like southern rock, almost kind of like Jason Aldean or like hardy and morgan wallen and those types of songs that's kind of like what i like taya um likes a lot more um steel drivers zach bryan um like that kind of very um traditional old style of country music and she wants to go that way with it mercy i don't even think mercy's decided which way she wants to go with it. Um, <laughs> she just likes to sing yeah she does a lot of like uh, ballads and slower very soft smooth kind of songs like that and um mercy's a good songwriter too she showed me a couple things that she started writing and she started working with donnie too because uh he asked me if he could get in touch with her because you know that we've all been playing so so many times together and so she started songwriting she's and she's getting pretty good with it she's really good at like um melodies like sometimes we'll we'll be writing together and the melodies that this girl can come up with is like, is nuts just off the dome. Like I would, I would never have thought of that, which is right. really, 
like they're really cool to listen to hell yeah man i i think you guys should fucking lay something something down together like even if you write one song but keep their voices in your mind as you're writing it and then get them to jump in and like do a backup or something on it you know what i mean something yeah like like, even like the one night we were out at the shop working on buddy's truck and we just took a short little break and we were sitting inside the truck and she had her guitar there and we just started songwriting like i was like okay let's just try and freestyle something in like the couple minutes so we just sit here and we came up with something that we thought was like pretty good and so i said why don't we make this like um one of those songs where it's like it's, it's like a breakup song but then you know each verse is a different person's perspective from each side so like the guys yeah. talking one side the chorus and then the girl side and then they come in the chorus together and like yeah uh, that would be a really cool song to do so we started writing one like that that we still have to finish but i really like the way that that one's coming out and hell yeah man. really good on that one cool oh i love that do you um do you find it difficult to find inspiration to to create some of the songs they're doesn't sound like it. Well, you, come on, you're also, buddy's also, truck and in the backseat, right? They, they wrote a song. Well, exactly, song. exactly. And I'm wondering in my head, I'm thinking, I wonder if that's because he's 19 years old and he's very ambitious and he's got that drive right now, you know, I whereas think... you talk to somebody who's like your age, my age, and it's just like, when's it over? I'm fucking done. <laughs> I got no more. I got no more left. It, it kind of depends on the day. Like some days if there's something new going on in my life, it's really easy to write about that. When something exciting and new happens, or maybe it's something really shitty happens, just like a big event, it, then it becomes really easy because you can like pull emotion from those events and stuff. Um, other times when it's like a scheduled write where I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write this today. Then it becomes a little harder. And that's usually when I do story-based stuff of like maybe things that I've never experienced, have no emotion to whatsoever. But I was like, this sounds like it could be a cool story. And then I pull from that. Or, you know, sometimes like me and Mercy will sit down and we'll do like, uh, or even like Zach, the guy that I was telling you about from Ottawa, like we'll sit down or call or whatever and and do like these little songwriting games where I'm like, okay, give me a key. Give me four chords in that key. And then we'll play something. Okay. And then I'll hum a melody and I'll say, give me like three keywords say girl fire truck okay and then you start writing a chorus just around that random stuff and then you write it down your recording like that's good and sometimes i found that that's like a really easy way to get a really catchy melody to just freestyle the melody and then go in with the lyrics afterwards but if i'm really if i want the song to like hit you hard or like make you think about something i will always start with the lyrics first and I'll have the melody in mind in the back of my head, but I'm more focused on what I'm putting down. And that's what most of my songs are because like one of the first things Donnie told me about songwriting was that like, he said, any bozo these days can make a song. It's just whether or not it's good. And the only way to make a good song is if you're actually saying something that resonates with somebody. So I'm always very picky now with what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. So like, if there's something that doesn't, if I'm even a little unsure of it now, I won't put it in. I'll, I'll come back to it later with like a clear head. Like if I'm struggling to put something down, I w- sometimes I will sit there and force myself to really think about it, put something down. But sometimes, some days it's just better for me to come with a fresh open mind and relook at it and go, oh, okay, I didn't think about this before. And then you write it down and you're like, so yeah, it just kind of depends on the day, depends on the mood and yeah. a bunch of factors. Right. That, uh, it's that creative block. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. uh, I, I can relate. I'm not a musician, but I, I design websites for mm-hmm. a living. And there are days where I'm, okay, I need to get this done. And then by the end of the day, I look at it and it's like, this is stupid. And then you walk away. <laughs> and the next day you come back and, yep, that did look stupid. Like, why don't I do it like this? And then you redesign and it's like, ah, oh, done. So yeah, I, I get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like sometimes you just need to come in with, you know, a fresh mind while you're yeah. not stressed out and it, yep. it looks, you know, or, or even get somebody else like to come in while you're doing it and be like, what, what do you, what do you think of this? Yeah. And then sit there and rewrite it. Yeah. I think that's a lot. Yeah. That, 
yeah. can go with like a lot of things just in life. Like sometimes yeah. people, um, not that they overreact or they not thinking things through, but I mean, when, a, when an opportunity or something is presented to somebody in their lives, instead of grabbing, grabbing a hold of it right away, like sleep on it one night and just let it register in what, in what's going on. And then the next day you're coming at it from a different, um, feeling or emotion or whatever. Yeah. Right. And then you yeah, absolutely. do you, are you a drywaller? Uh, no, I work. So I work full-time right now for Thai construction. So we do framing, siding, Fr- windows, framers. doors. Yeah. But right. like, like even today, like we will, he's a general contractor. So we will go hang boards, um, on occasion when we do renos. Um, <clears throat> but I think for like the job that we're doing right now, he's just hiring it out. Somebody uh-huh. go towards. I just we realized why you're asking. Why I'm asking? Because you got some work that needs to get done. Don't you? Do I? At next <laughs> door. No. Oh, I thought you were asking because you have no, work no, to no, do no, next no. Door. No, I saw on your Instagram. I think Instagram somewhere. No. Uh, where was it? Hmm? I looked you up and it said something. I thought it was drywaller, but it's framer. Yeah. Oh, are you on LinkedIn? Maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't remember. I might have created an account just to look somebody up, maybe. That's funny. Good. No, yeah, I work for Tiny Construction. Like even today, like we're scraping uh stipple off the ceiling. Oh, oh, that sucks. He's got like this really nice though, this festool sander, this orbital sander. It's got like a four foot pole on it and a, um, a dust collector system on the end of it. So it's really nice when you're doing that, but like shit, man, I, I was there for like three days. The one time doing the whole house, like standing like this. How high was the ceiling? Like eight or nine, or I think those ones were eight foot ceilings. Oh, yeah. dude. We have yeah. that shit on the, in our living room and it's staying there. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm, like I'm once you paint that. over it, like. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's it's, it's painted. So yeah. we checked. It's painted. It's staying there. Yeah. 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 The best way I found to do it is like we, if you take a, a scraper on a pole or something and scrape the majority of it off and you take um, a spray bottle full of water and you spray the whole ceiling and you let it soak in. And then I'll take that sander and go over it. Or you can take the scraper again after you soaked it with the water, and then it just comes clean off. And then you just got to go around with the edges and do it by hand or on. Oh, that sounds, sounds like work. Yeah, it's, that's that sounds not something I would want to do. Uh, it makes <laughs> such a mess too. Yeah. Like today, I was covered just in dust, and then like when you wet it and it comes down, it turns back into like like a putty, like mud, drywall yeah. mud, and like it just all over you and if if you have like flooring on sometimes it'll like stain the floor shit yeah so it's a it's a pain in the ass no doubt i wanted to sounds like you need a music career yeah (laughs) Yeah, i I want to bring it back to uh to the music here actually because that was my you've been playing quite a few uh shows this summer if i'm not mistaken i definitely know of two for sure maybe three since i saw you in prince albert right so my question was going to be, I'm curious to know, like, how do you market it? And like, how are you getting the shows right now? Currently right now, it's a lot of people approaching us. So we'll get Instagram DMS or people that came to a show that come up to me afterwards or people that know people that I know. And they text me like, Hey, we I want you to play here. And then all the, Hey. I thought you were going to say they come up to me after the show and be like, Hey, I've got this rinky dink podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> that happens on occasion too. Sometimes yeah. I get yeah, that's yeah. happened. right? <laughs> but no, yeah, it's a lot of people approaching us right now, but like when, so when COVID hit and we were doing stuff last year and I wanted to play so badly. So like I just invited everybody out to the farm that we have in McDowell and I was like, let's just throw it like a party, but with live entertainment. And so I think we had like 200 people come out just with like a week's notice. And I just paid everything out of pocket to get everything there and set everything up. 
So then this year we were like, okay, let's do that again. Let's scale it up and let's properly plan it. Because if we did it last year with a week's notice and had 200 people come out to McDowell, if we planned it out this year, we could probably get a lot more. Right. So that's what we started doing. So I think the day we set for it was like August 19th. We're going to do it back out of the farm again. But this time we're going to make it a fundraiser because NPA, they're planning on building a new hospital. And so we talked to the hospital foundation and we said like, hey, we want to put on this show and all the money that we raised from the show will go to building the new hospital. So I'm hoping that that's still a go. There's like a couple things that like, you know, roadblocks that we're dealing with, but it's in the works at the moment. So hopefully yeah, for that. Shit. I yeah. wonder if, uh, cool. if we can help somehow, some way. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. What I kind of, what kind of roadblocks are you running into? What's giving you troubles? Well, the first thing that we were doing was, so we were looking for a band to do that length of a set. Cause it's me, Taya and mercy each doing a set and we're trying to piece together a band that we know is good enough and that can play the material and do that long and memorize it and so we found almost everybody we just need like a bass player maybe a fiddle player and fuck yeah get donnie to go i could ask donnie actually if he wants to come play fiddle i know i never even There you go. Yeah, you could ask Donnie and he might be a bit of a draw there too to get some more whatever tickets sold or more money for the hospital, right? Yeah, exactly. So there was that. Um, and I didn't want to use all of the same guys that the SCMA uses for every show because then it right. just turned into an SCMA event with the same guys and the same singers playing the same songs the same time yeah. of year. And it's the same thing everyone's heard. Every Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. I was like, let's mix it up. Let's use new faces. I want to keep these like young people, like people that you don't see all the time that are brand new. Yes. Um, so a bunch of them are my friends that like I know that I've met through just playing shows and stuff. Um, and they're really talented guys. Um, <clears throat> so that, that was my idea. And I, I want to go big, like have, you know, since we do it outside, have fireworks going off and fucking just the whole nine yards. Um, that's a bit of a pain in the ass. And then trying to get funding for like uh, just even having enough money to buy all the alcohol for the night for 300 people. And then the food and tables and getting a stage. Like I want to make it like real hip though. Like I think the stage is going to be a 20 foot flat deck trailer. Right. That works leave out in the field yep yep so okay so you approached the the vic hospital and they were okay with it for you to do the fundraiser for them they said that they would be okay with everything so long as we had like certain things put in place like the insurance and right. we got the liquor permit which we just got set up now i just got the liquor permit so that we can give that to the insurance company and deal yep. with that go back and then give them a proper budget for everything and then they said that if everything was covered like as far as that goes, then yeah, they, they put so them on. One thing you could do is go to like, <clears throat> maybe like Pabco or something and say, Hey, we're doing this fundraiser for the Vic hospital. And we've got all our, our things in, in like our ducks are in order here. And like, would you be willing to sponsor maybe a keg or two of beer or something? And, and the proceeds will be going to the Vic hospital. They might be down for something like that. Like if you, yeah. Like when you're asking for stuff, it, like if you know you've got the Vic okay with it and you're raising money for them, like don't be scared to say that. Yeah. Hey, we're raising money for the Vic Hospital. Fucking hit up PA now. Yeah. And and maybe they'll do a little write-up on it. Shit like that, right?
booking shows, you said people are coming up to you, which is great. That that thing in McDowell, you got, do you have a date for the fundraiser in the 19th? Pay attention. The 19th. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. August 19th. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be the 20th, but then I was like, oh, damn, the, uh, the STMA's got a show the 20th. That'll be a big draw away from us. And the guy that I'm getting to do sound, Jeff Lake, the Spectrum Sound, he's yeah. booked that show. So, and he's running everything for us. So I was like, okay, can you do it the 19th instead on the Friday? He's like, yeah, sure. Fucking so The 19th. Jeff, oh, yeah, is, uh, Jeff is going to be part of Moose Fest too. Yeah, he's going to help us out over here oh. a little bit. Yeah, and I love Sorry, I was going to say, he oh. did the sound in the episode we did with Trader's Gate. He's the one who did all the recording for Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. I freaking love Jeff. Like, everything I go for sound, I always go through Jeff. Because he's yep. so nice. He's always so lenient. Like, if I go rent equipment from him, and let's say I'm using it for a party or for a show or for whatever, I'll go pick it up. He's like, yeah, well, just square it away on Monday. Don't even worry <laughs> about it. Bring it back to me when you get the chance. Like, he's, yeah. I love that yeah, he's good shit. I saw him at Chester Fest too. He did the sound for seven yeah. months. Okay. Did he do the sound? Were you at Chester Fest? Did I even see you there the Friday? I wasn't there, but I when I had to pick up, we threw a party like the one night. And then I had to I went to go pick up some speakers from him. And he was at Chester Fest, like doing stuff. So I had to go there to go pick up the speakers. Right. So I know he was there. Um yeah. fucking around with some stuff. Yeah. Sweet. He was doing the sound for Seven Mile Sun. Well, he was doing the sound. He was the sound guy for the whole thing. Well, I don't remember was he if he was doing it for League of Wolves or not. Oh, I didn't pay enough attention. I would presume he did. Okay, for sure he was doing it for Seven Mile Sun because Seven Mile were supposed to be on the main stage, but because of the storm, they got yep. moved into the other stage. Yeah. And he was in there, so they got that going. I just kind of said hi to him a little bit and shot the shit like very briefly. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. And then I didn't kind of like look because I was front row center. I didn't really turn around <laughs> and look behind me anymore after that. So <clears throat> I presume he was him. I would assume so. Yeah. Cool. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So then, is that so? That's the next thing you've got coming up. Do you have any other? thing in particular like any more shows i got one a private booking just for some party august 6th no oh. no what da, da, da. that's moose fest brother yeah. you, you gotta, gotta cancel come that. to moose fest cancel that come to us just bring <laughs> it bring the party to moose fest yeah yeah we'll bring them all there fuck yeah but dude there you go. So yeah, I'll, sing song. I'll sing one song for you in the parking lot and then we'll go inside just yeah, yeah. <laughs> come in the come sing in the gazebo. I got that one, and then I got on the on July twenty third. I'm doing like some wedding thing, and that then was, that by the time this episode is out, that happened already. Yeah. Okay. Um, Aug Long, I'll be up at Candle Lake doing that thing. I want to see you there. Hell yeah. August long. I'm I'm on the Sunday, I think. All right. Fucking yeah. a, I'm gonna be, I'll be DMing you. I'll be like, where are you at, brother? Perfect. Freaking right. So yeah. I'll be there. Chowag um, that block. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just message me. E transfer me this much and I'll fucking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still still have not received payment yet. <laughs> um, how about this? Would you be open and willing to enlighten us with another track? Okay, I'll play one that's called uh, Chapter 7. I played this at LJ's show. Um, and yeah, basically the story behind this song was um, there are some things that my parents taught me when I was a kid that like are like little lessons and kind of things that just stuck in my head that I wanted to write a song about, like these kind of one-liners that you like never really forget. So um and the whole idea for it was like um they've all got it stored in their book of life right there in chapter seven is kind of what the line is um so this is all about yeah just basically that i'll give her a whirl you got 
I think uh, where can people find you? Like if they uh, want to find your music. Yeah. Where do find, we direct traffic to you? Yeah. Our uh, big 10 listeners out there. If you look up uh, Josh Stumpf on uh, Instagram or on TikTok or on Facebook, you should find me pull up real quick there. Uh, my profile picture is probably just a picture of my motorcycle. So, <laughs> or me, cowboy hat. But yeah, nice. just Josh Stumpf on everything. All right. And Ooh. then, uh, yeah, we'll have the links to those in the description of this video as well. Um, Josh, I want to thank you again for coming to hang out with us tonight. Yeah. Um, thank you. I want you to know I appreciate the shit out of you, brother. And um, I, appreciate I definitely you. am going to be staying in touch with you for sure. Yep. That sure. being said, I want you to stay on the call, please. And we'll just say goodbye to everybody watching or listening out there. 
goodbye to everybody watching and listening out there.